Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Consider becoming a Texas Football Insider, our subscription package at TexasFootball.com slash insider. Besides helping to make shows like this possible, you'll also get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts, our archives. We've got all 60 years of the magazine digitized, recruiting analysis, and must-see insights from the Dave Campbell's Texas football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas football insider at texasfootball.com slash insider. That's texasfootball.com slash insider. And thanks for listening. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Make sure you catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on texasfootball.com and on Facebook. And if you like the show, subscribe on the podcast vendor of your choice. Give us a positive rating and tell a friend. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a show with an internet connection. My name is Greg Tupper. Don't I am the managing it. editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us, whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook, or listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good, making us look as good as we can. <laughs> she is the Duchess of the Dorks. She is Ashley Pickle. Hello, Ashley. Hello. How are you? I'm good. Do you it's... mean that? Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah i I was pumped about the weather this morning. Oh my gosh! Like I when I woke up, it was in the 70s, and so I put on a long sleeve shirt, and I love long sleeve shirts. But like the fact that I knew that one, it's always so cold in the studio, so it's fine for me to do that, but I also don't want to get in my car after I leave and, like, die of a heat stroke. Correct. So the fact that I felt comfortable enough today of, like, I can wear a long sleeve shirt and make it home and probably not sweat 10 gallons. Correct. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's pretty good. Um, yeah, it, it's... Um, well, it's, actually, we, we are really close to what I like to call... Uh, the cool zone. Yes. Because the cool zone is where the the perfect outfit for that is the optimal human outfit. Mm-hmm. And the optimal human outfit, as we all know, is shorts and a hoodie. Yes. I could not agree Shorts more. and a hoodie is, is what God intended us to wear every day. That is what I, yeah, that's what like I the, wore yesterday afternoon. The fact, the fact that we cannot wear shorts and a hoodie every day is proof that we are sinners. Yes. And that God mm-hmm. is punishing us. This every is for day the whole you, Apple thing. Right. Every day you can, yeah, it is. That's like, you know, they, they <laughs> left that part out. Of but Genesis. that's really what it is. But that's the truth. Is that the optimal, like the, the, the optimal outfit for humans is, um, is shorts and a hoodie. Today, we're real close. Mm-hmm. We're real close to shorts and a hoodie weather. I, I think s- it's still a little too hot. Right. But like, we're almost there. I will say, I have started to, since this weather has been so nice, I have started to look for patio furniture. Mm. Um, because I figured there was no point in not just using like a regular lawn chair during these months because it's too stinking hot mm-hmm. to go out and enjoy it anyway. But I have started to look for official patio furniture now because we're almost to patio season. No, oh, we almost are. You'll right. love to see it. Boy, wouldn't you love to go to a patio and like eat? Yes. Drink a beer. 
I miss doing stuff. Today is Wednesday, August 5th, 2020. 113 days till Thanksgiving. Episode 1003. 1003, the Rusty Staub episode. Rusty Staub, who appeared in 109 games in 1980 for the Texas Rangers. On today's show, Mi Amigos. Mi Amigos? Okay. Um, e amigas, right? No, E is you. Okay. You could say mis amigos, because that would be the the thank you conjugated I form took, of I we. took I took French. <laughs> uh, on today's show, friends, we are going to hear from Greg Powers, the next level athlete. Talked a little bit about recruiting and his birthday, and ribs. Uh, we'll talk about uh, talk about the the latest news and notes from across the recruiting spectrum here in the state of Texas, as well as uh, we will hear uh, have another episode of QB One presented by our friends at Reps VR. Uh, this time with Caden Salter, the quarterback at Cedar Hill, and his outstanding coach Carlos Lynn, the Tennessee commit. Uh, Caden Salter is a Tennessee commit. Carlos yes. Lynn has been to college. He's already <laughs> he's, he's done with college. He's, he's, he's got done a, he's his got a degree. He's done. He's, his, he's got he's the paper. Done. He's done. Uh, <laughs> but uh, we will hear from both of them coming up here in Reps VR presented by our friends at um, uh, presented by our friends rather at Reps VR. Um, okay, one thing to tell you is that I am going to while I'm while the next interview is playing, I'm going to close the donation portal for um, our. Um, uh, for our our our, our one thousandth episode charity drive, uh, we raised three thousand one hundred twenty dollars for North for food banks across the state of Texas. Uh, of course, El Paso's fighting hunger in El Paso, West Texas Food Bank in Midland, Odessa, High Plains Food Bank in Amarillo, South Texas Food Bank in Laredo, Food Bank of the Rio Grande Valley in Far, Central Texas Food Bank in Austin, North Texas Food Bank in Plano, East Texas Food Bank in Tyler, Southeast Texas Food Bank in Beaumont. So thank you all very, very much. We are going to take that money. We're going to divide it nine ways. We are going to send out nine checks to those nine food banks. So thank you very much for doing your part to help Texans in need uh, during this uh, COVID-19 pandemic. We really, really appreciate it. So uh, thanks very much for, for doing that. And tomorrow we will be announcing the winner of the $500 Sprouts Farmer's Market gift card. So Woo-hoo. we'll just stay tuned for that. Yesterday, uh, where is he today? He's in Waco. He yes, he's at Baylor. He's at Baylor. Why? I have no idea. Greg but Powers. He's there. <laughs> Greg Powers had to go and do a cool thing, and so as a result, <laughs> he was a little busy uh, today. So we recorded this week in recruiting. Here's the latest in recruiting news and notes with Greg Powers, next level athlete here on Texas Football Today. I'm Greg Tepper. That's Greg Powers, and this is this week in Cruton. It's this week in recruiting. Greg Powers is Next Level Athlete. Follow him on Twitter at GPowerScout. Follow Next Level Athlete on Twitter at NextLevelD1. Powers, the only question I have for you, I guess we'll talk recruiting afterwards, but the only question I have for you, how was your birthday? <laughs> oh, it was a great day. We celebrated 1,000 episodes, Texas football today. That was the first and foremost on my birthday list. It was, a, it was awesome to listen to. You know, my favorite guest, I think, looking back, just a guy that I get excited to hear talk every time. Jeff Trailer. I love listening yeah. to Jeff Trailer talk about life, football. Uh, there were a lot of great guests, but I mean, he had some, he was like a quote machine, I feel like, that day. He's one of our favorites. Well, and Powers was on a heater booking guest, too. We've we talked about that a lot. He did good. I thought the whole staff did great. I mean, everybody pulled together and, and got some really good guests. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, you said you had ribs on the smoker on, on, on Friday. Am I wrong? Yeah. And I tell you, that was the best ribs I've smoked. I did two different styles. I tinted and, and foil one of the racks of ribs to try to like 
competition style and the pool, <laughs> as they say, the pool was tremendous. Um, but the highlight, the true highlight was the bacon burnt ends. That was the first time I've smoked bacon burnt ends and they were, they weren't probably as good as Himes, but they were close. They were really good. You're a big jerk. Stop talking. He's Greg Powers. <laughs> we're going to talk a little bit of recruiting. Let's start with our prospect on the rise. This is, of course, presented by our friends at Chicken Express. Um, let's start with our prospect on the rise. Let's go uh, Klein Forest 2021 running back Amante Watkins. Uh, picked up an in-state offer this week. It was a big one from Aggieland. This is, this is notable because now... Uh, we did reach the point, and I know this because my Twitter was blowing up. We've now reached the point where these are actual offers now that have that have been sent out to these 2021 kids. But he is a guy who should be on your radar. This is uh, more than uh, more than 20 offers, I believe. Yeah, it's, it, it, I think it was his 20th offer overall. But if I'm looking at that list, I, I put some of the marquee names in the recruiting notebook. You know, Houston, Texas Tech, Arizona, Arkansas, Mississippi State. Those were some of the ones that stood out to me when looking at his offer list. But I think Texas A&M's his most uh, prolific offer when looking at. And I know that those are sometimes arguable points, but to me, as a guy who covers Texas recruiting, an in-state offer from Texas A&M is a pretty big deal. And of course, Watkins will be playing his first year at Klein Forest after transferring from uh, Riverside Academy in Louisiana, where he was known for his speed. He was, I think, he's a three-time gold medal state champion, twice in the 200 meters and once in the 100 meters. Uh, before transferring to Texas. He's a guy certainly to keep an eye on down there in the Klein area, Klein Forest running back Amante Watkins. Let's get to our commit of the week. Our commit of the week, staying in the kind of greater Houston area, going to Conroe Oak Ridge. Their 2021 linebacker, Casey Osai, uh, it was the MVP of the linebacker MVP of the Next Level Athlete Top 100 Showcase down in Houston uh, eons ago. It feels like, uh, but he is committed, and he is heading to the Pac-12 to go to Arizona. Uh, pick them over places like North Texas, UTSA, Louisiana, Nevada, uh, etc. Uh, if you recognize the Osai name, that's probably for a reason. Definitely, uh, his brother Joseph Osai. Plays at Texas, one of the best defender, edge defenders, uh, well, maybe the best edge defender in the state. And then his brother, Philip Osai, Houston Baptist. Um, Arizona was a school that quickly offered after he won that MVP award, and that was his first offer. So very interesting that Coach Sumlin there is able to continue to have strong ties into Texas and that they were the first to pop on Casey Osai, and he's rewarded them now with uh, his commitment a, a few months later. He's a guy that certainly you're going to need to keep an eye on and, and a big get there for Arizona uh, heading west to uh, for to Pac-12 country. We're talking with Greg Powers, the next level athlete here on This Week in Recruiting on Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation at hashtag TF Today. Okay, let's get to our underclassman of the week. Our underclassman of the week, we're going to Lancaster. This is going to stun you guys, but Lancaster's got some players. And this is a 2022 wide receiver, Faison Wilson. And he is a new Texas Longhorns commit, and the Longhorns beat out a variety of big-time uh, uh, big time offers, including Alabama, including A&M, including Florida. Uh, we don't yet have him rated in the 2022 rankings. Is it fair to say he will be rated in the 2022 rankings at some point? Yeah. Well, I mean, he's a six foot four, 210-pound wide receiver, and I think the thing that you have to realize at Lancaster is that that's a school that you really have to pay your dues at that position. They have a lot of great talent 
uh, at the wide re- wide receiver position. They had a lot of really good players who went on to play college ball from last year's team. Um, and they're not short of talent even heading into this year. Uh, you have, they have Magic Rector and Stephon Johnson, who uh, will also be complimenting Faison Wilson in that offense. I got to saw a little bit of him last year when they played South Grand Prairie. And, you know, n- being able to watch him in, in the camp at 7-on-7 circuit – Heading into that year, he was one of those guys that you were really excited about having the opportunity to watch play, but he didn't necessarily get the amount of reps that I would think that a top prospect would get just because the Tigers were so good. Um, but when I did get to watch him, he was physical, and I really like that about his game. He's got to keep an eye on there, Faison Wilson, the, the wide receiver from Lancaster in the 2022 class. Let's round it all out with our Recruit of the Week. Our Recruit of the Week is a guy who has been on our radar for 15 years uh, <laughs> since he was a tiny, tiny <laughs> infant, basically. Uh, it's defensive tackle Marcus Burris from Pleasant Grove. He is our Recruit of the Week because he has narrowed down his top three from a list of seven million offers. He is going to choose between Texas, Texas A&M, and Oklahoma. Uh, pretty solid top three. That means that guys are not going, that a and I'm sorry, that Alabama, LSU, TCU, Tech are not in the top three. Uh, Burris is interesting because, uh, look, you can watch his film, you can watch him over the past couple of years, and you can see how talented he is, but he's going to miss the 2020 season because of an Achilles injury. Um, I, I guess where do you stand now on, on Marcus Burris? Uh, not only obviously people are still think he's a pretty pretty uh, substantial part of their future, but at the same time, the Achilles injury is is not you know that's not like breaking your arm you, you know you, that's that's some serious rehab. Yeah, definitely for a bigger framed player too. I mean that's something to keep an eye on. But you know he's talented enough that all these top schools are going to honor the offer that they've extended to him. As a matter of fact, he's rated as the number one defensive tackle in the class of 2021 in the state of Texas. And it's by a pretty wide margin. The number two defensive tackle, uh, quick math, 49 spots lower than he is Mm, in the DCTF Hot 100. Um, So something has to drastically change for someone to overtake him for that number one spot. And we'll just have to monitor it. You know, he's not going to have senior tape. He's not going to be able to go out there and show you what he can do to protect his ranking, protect his, um, you know, he's a Whataburger Super Team member. We do tops in Texas when we do the the DCTF rising. Will he be in that list? Probably not because it's more of a review. Um, so we'll see who, if anybody can challenge him for that number one defensive tackle spot. And when he does commit, the school's going to get a guy who's played multiple positions. He's athletic and he's big. Um, and I really like his upside. So He's going to get into a college program, and the defensive coordinator there is going to be able to put their figuratively arms around him and, and teach him how to become a defensive tackle because he's played tight end and defensive end at Pleasant Grove mostly. He can get after the passer. He's very athletic, so I think his upside is very, very high. So Oklahoma, Texas, Texas A&M, whoever gets him is getting a real dude. You know, this dude can play. He's Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete. Follow him on Twitter at GPowerScout. Follow Next Level Athlete on Twitter at NextLevelD1 and see his fine rib photos on Twitter. <laughs> I, I, did you tweet about the ribs? I did not. I'm t- did I'm t- t- I do have count? a personal photo. I have a personal photo of the ribs, but should have did the bacon burn-ins. Those things were magic. Can, can I see the personal photo of the ribs? 
Yeah, I'll send it to you. Work. Okay. Work Slack. We'll do it again next week. In Slack. (laughs) Bye. guys we're back that was this weekend recruiting i hope you enjoyed it are we still in the air yeah you sure yep okay hi guys we're texas football today we're here every week at noon on texasfootball.com talking football in the lone star state you can follow us on twitter at dctf like us on facebook facebook.com slash dave campbell's false on instagram instagram.com slash dave campbell's and of course cs texasfootball.com i think it's interesting that we did our 1000th show on friday and we just got done praising our production setup over there about how well it held up. And now, the revenge. It's, the revenge of the live stream box. Not happy with us. It is not happy. It's like, ha, ha, ha. You guys thought you were out of the woods, didn't you? Well, we're not. Anyway, there you have it. Greg Powers, next level athlete. Uh, okay. Let's see if we can do this. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, we continued our series QB1 presented by Reps VR, uh, talking with some of the very best and brightest signal callers in the state of Texas. One of them, a Tennessee commit, the quarterback of the Cedar Hill Longhorns, turned them horns loose. It is Caden Salter. We caught up with him and the head coach of the Cedar Hill Longhorns, Coach Carlos Lim. Here's our conversation in QB1 presented by Reps VR here on Texas Football Today. We hope. Welcome to QB1, presented by Reps VR, where we catch up with some of the very best and brightest young signal callers in the state of Texas. And we have a big one today. We are joined by QB1 of the Cedar Hill Longhorns. It is Caden Salter. Caden, how you doing? Doing good, sir. And we are joined by the head coach of those Longhorns, Coach Carlos Lynn. Coach, how are you? I'm good, Greg. Doing well. Absolutely. Well, Caden, I want to start with you. Um, you know, last year was a real breakout year for you. I think you, you know, you were a, a name a lot of people knew, and then it was a name that, that you couldn't avoid at, by the time the season was over. Um, uh, from your perspective, um, what, what is it – obviously you want to keep taking that next step. What, what have you been focusing on this offseason as, as, as far as getting better? I'm mainly getting my upper body more bigger. That's been a lot of uh, things that recruits have said to me that I need to get my upper body bigger. Uh, probably my legs are way bigger than my upper body, so that's something I need to get bit, uh, bigger on. And of course, you always have uh, work that you need at quarterback positions, such as getting the ball out quicker, your footwork, uh, your vision, reading the defenses, all of that is just a lot of things that to work on at the quarterback position. A coach, you've coached some really talented quarterbacks in, in, in your time. You've, you've been around some really good signal callers. Uh, w- when you take a look at Caden, uh, what, what is it about him? I can look at the film. I can look at the, the numbers. I can tell you he's good. Uh, what is it about Caden that you would say, as a guy who sees him every day in practice, what is it about him that makes him special? Man, I think it's just his, uh, his, his boldness and, and his confidence and, uh, and really in everything that he, that he does. Uh, he's 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 ultra competitive, um, you know. From from the from the moment that he walks into the building to the, to the time that he leaves, you know, he he wants he want he wants to do well. He wants to succeed. He wants he wants to lead. He wants to do all 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 the things that 
uh, we need for a quarterback to do. So, uh, you know, his, his, his leadership, but that, that confidence, that confidence and getting people to uh, get in behind him and, and, and um, you know, allow, allow him to do, allow him to do what he, do what he does, uh, I think gives him uh, all of the tools and all of the things that we're looking for at, at, at our quarterback at Cedar Hill High School. Caden, you had your pick of the litter when it comes to, to, to colleges. You, were, you had a lot of offers from a lot of big-time schools. Back in May, you, you, you verbally committed to Tennessee. Uh, can, can you let us in on, on maybe why Tennessee was the right fit for you? It was big. It was real big uh, going there. Most definitely, I, I was able to visit there before all of the COVID happened. I was the last person, well, the last recruit there. When the COVID was happening, I was able to watch their spring practice to see how the coaches were coaching. Uh, I checked out the, the campus. The campus was beautiful. The coaching staff was amazing. Uh, I loved it. My parents loved it. it was, so why not? Uh, just I, I feel like I could fit in that offense. Being coached behind those amazing coaches, that was real big on me. It just all the love with Tennessee. It's just why not Tennessee? Uh, Coach, obviously this offseason is very strange, uh, you know, for, for, you know, reasons that, that I think are pretty obvious. But, but you know, as a guy who, you know, uh, the season's coming and, and your guys are going to be on the field eventually playing and there's not going to be any excuses when, when toe meets leather. Uh, how have you stayed connected with your guys during this time when you haven't been able to be together as much as you want? You know, our staff has done a, a, a tremendous job of uh, – you know, taking care of their individual positions. Uh, these guys, you know, they, they, you know, weekly, you know, if not daily, get some type of contact uh, by, by, by their position coaches. And, you know, we are, you know, in the, I guess in the bulk part of the, of the pandemic, we were doing, you know, wellness checks and just making sure that our, that our guys were, were eating, you know, if they needed anything and, and think things of that nature. Uh, and our parents have done a, a, a tremendous job of, of, of communicating those things, and you know, and 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 keeping us abreast of, of, of what's going on in, in the in the in the young men's lives. So, you know, uh, I have to credit my staff for for making sure that I that our young men's our young men were taken care of. Uh, Caden, kind of a similar question for you. Obviously, you haven't been able to practice as much as you'd like with with your your guys. Um, how have you stayed sharp? What have you been doing to, to make sure that uh, that you're still improving, even though you, you know the circumstances are a little different? Of course, everybody is. We still out here working. Uh, people have their own uh, own several trainer, personal trainers that they go to. Uh, some guys going to work out by themselves. It's just it's just all the hustle. Uh, I know me and my me and the team. We all working out. It's, I don't have to doubt nobody on our team. Just I know that everyone's working, and we all will be prepared if we do have this season uh coach uh, one question that you know when you go back to last year with with Caden obviously he he had a, a tremendous year uh, a lot of great moments for him is there one that stands out that that you would say yeah that's that's the Caden Salter moment from 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 his junior season uh you know I, I would probably have to say the uh the Lake Ridge game you know, early, early, early on, Caden had threw a pick, and you know, it, we had all we had all of the all of the reasons in the world to kind of kind of hang our head down. You know, uh, we uh, you know had a major turnover right there in in the fourth quarter, and uh, you know, shoot, we I mean we had all but you know lost lost the ball game, and uh, you know our defense got the ball back for us, and we had we had one opportunity, and uh, shoot, Caden. 
he came he came through for us. He had Quinn Quinn Bright. I forget I, I forget what the play play call was, but uh, he hit him and, and and Q took took it to the house. And I just I just I just remember I remember the statement that 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 Caden made, and he said, "Y'all won't gonna be able to blame this one on me." And that's the type of that's the type of uh, that's the type of kid that that he is. He he wants he as the kids would say, he want he wants all the smoke in those in those situations, and that's what that's what quarterbacks do. Uh, in adverse situations, they find a way to wheel wheel their team to a victory, and he definitely did that that night. All right, Caden, I'm going to give you the last word here that, um, you know, coaches and quarterbacks have really tight relationships. And I also know that coaches tend to be, they, have to, they tend to have catchphrases. They tend to say the same things over and over and over. My question is, with Coach Lynn, what's the thing you hear most at practice from Coach Lynn? If you were to make a doll and that you pull the string for Coach Lynn, what, what would it be? Oh, uh, probably finished. That's, that's ever since. <laughs> Plans a lot is to finish. Uh, you start the game, you got to finish the game, just like you started. Or you have to do better than how you started the game. But finish is a word that coach uses all the time. Coach, do you, coach, do you have any rebuttal, or is he spot on? No, you know, uh, you know, especially especially after last year, this this off season, that was that was our word, finish. You know, after after the guy game and. And just you know having you know having it just slip slip through our fingers, man. You know, uh, you know as I, what does I do, Greg? This 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 game of football it it'll teach you every year if you win. And uh, you know, that was our that was our battle cry. You know, going going throughout going through the off season and through boot camp was the finish. So I'm pretty sure they did hear that quite often from me. <laughs> He's Carlos Lynn. He's the head coach of the Cedar Hill Longhorns and QB1 for the Cedar Hill Longhorns. It is Caden Salter. Guys, really appreciate your time. Uh, best of luck in 2020. We'll be talking down the road. Thanks. Yes, sir. There he is, Caden Salter. QB1 for the Cedar Hill Longhorns. Caught up with him and Coach Carlos Lynn a couple of weeks ago as part of QB1 presented by Refs VR. Appreciate his time and Coach Lynn's time talking with him. It was cool to get to hear when you asked about him going to, to Tennessee and kind mm-hmm. of what went into that decision because when we went to the Next Level Athlete Camp, he was at the one up in Dallas, obviously, at South Lake Carroll, and uh, I sat down and talked with him for a while, and he obviously had tons of offers, but it seemed like almost like he had his heart set on Baylor, but it sounded like from everything he said, you know, he, he liked it, he fit in well there, and we're happy for him. Yes, very, very cool. So, appreciate Caden Salter and Carlos Lynn for catching up with us. And now we go to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment, Final Thoughts. No one in the comments has really said anything, so I have a question for you because I was just thinking about it while we were kind of watching an NHL game. Um, would you? So, baseball is like your f- favorite, favorite sport. It is my number one sport uh, like to like watch. Okay, that's what I was going to ask. Like for enjoy- ever- well, it's weird to say because it's like foot. I love, I love football. Uh huh. I want to be clear, but like football is also work. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so it's like it, from a pure enjoyment perspective of something that I can just enjoy and not have to feel like it's work. Yeah, baseball's my. One. I was gonna. That was my question. Is, would I work in baseball? Would you work in baseball because it's your favorite sport? But it is to kind of. Similar kind of to why I – that's exactly – why do you think I like watching golf so much? Because I like – like I love the sport, but it's – I don't have to think about anything regarding keeping up with a statistic in my head or 
you know, like using that as a conversation piece on the show one day. Yeah. Like, it's just like, no, I'm going to sit here and just enjoy the sport that's going on. <laughs> yeah, it's that's that's part of the thing. And that's why, you know, that's why I, I gravitate towards other sports. Why I like soccer. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, that was funny. That was base. That was my question is, would you ever work in baseball or do you like baseball so much because it's a way to get away for a second? Yeah, I, I don't. Um, I, I think that that's part of it is that it's kind of a it's a, a cutoff, you know, it's, it's a way to, to kind of distance. You can watch it mindlessly. More. Yeah, exactly. You can, you can double screen it or be on your phone. Yeah. And, yeah. And, I, and like, and I, I know what the comment's going to say. Like, I can also have a rooting interest. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, now, like, one of the reasons, one of the reasons that I found myself drawn to Army football um, is because... I feel like I can cheer for army football and, and no one nobody can say anything. Nobody will be upset <laughs> because a they're an independent mm-hmm. B it's the army and C like support the troops. Yeah. Support the troops. And, <laughs> and like C they are, they are a school. They're a team that nobody really basically outside of Navy and maybe air force mm-hmm. like that. Nobody really has any sort of hot opinions on and, and me rooting for army does not like, let's put it this way. I could not be a Texas state fan because like, I couldn't be like openly rooting for Texas state mm-hmm. because then people would be like, well, that's cause yeah. So then anytime I wrote about UTSA, it'd be like, only this Texas state fan. Right. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean, that's why with army, Basically, the only thing is that, like, I can't write uh, – I'm not allowed to write about Navy. I guess that's a good thing, too, that you went to, Miz- like, your alma mater is Mizzou because, you know, mm-hmm. who here really super is, you know, behind Mizzou. Yeah, exactly. No one's going to get mad at you well, for enjoying your all- – Yeah, to You'd a be surprised extent. because now it's yes, because now they're SEC, SEC and this is kind of SEC country yeah. in a little bit of ways, so – um, that, so that's why, you know, you get a, that's a why I've kind of, dis- I've kind of distanced from Mizzou. I don't really, I watch them mm-hmm. and my wife roots for them because we both went to Mizzou, but, um, but yeah. So anyway, okay. Yeah. Uh, that's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at textfootball.com. Thanks again to Greg Powers, the next level athlete. We saw most of his interview, I guess. We'll put the whole thing on, you, on YouTube. And Caden Salter and uh, Carlos Lynn of Cedar Hill for being our guests. Uh, for Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please get your player of the year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow. Text football today.